Hi, and welcome to Sage Rose Project Podcast. I am Annalise, and I'm Creatively Intuitive. I am your host and guide of the Sage Rose Project Podcast. This is our pilot, episode number one, part one of four, Spirituality and Sexuality with my dear friend and beautiful lightworker, Taryn. Hi, Taryn. How are you doing? Hello. Oh my goodness. I'm so well. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I am so excited to have you here too. This is super exciting for, I know, both of us. Um, Just to tell you guys a little bit about Taryn. Taryn is a intuitive light worker. She uses crystals, plants, medicine, tarot, and oracle cards to provide healing for those on a spiritual journey. She is trained. She is a trained anthropologist. She focuses in cultural and linguistic anthropology she blends her intuitive gifts and degree to promote individual empowerment and independence specifically for women which is why we're here today of course um you can find taryn on instagram her handle is at oracle.light.reader and thank you for joining me today of course free now um she was at um, a metaphysical shop that I was working at doing readings and she came to me for a reading and from there on we instantly became friends. She had a spiritual awakening, didn't realize, I don't know if she quite did at the time, if it was a spiritual awakening, but she definitely had it. Um, and ever since then, she's been um, a light worker in every, every which way possible. Um, and she has really honed in on her gifts in the last three years and really made them shine and sparkle. Um, And through our conversations, we have organically, um, through conversations, been inspired and channeled by our conversations to create the Sage Rose Project podcast. Um, But that's enough about that. So um, we're now gonna get, you know, into the nitty gritty here. So um, today we're gonna be exploring the crossover between spirituality and sexuality. That's so we're going to just do our basic questions that we always do for the Sage Rose Project podcast, which is about, you know, about um, vibration, frequency, energy and spirituality. So our first question here for you, Taryn, is what does spirituality mean to you and how is it present in your day to day life now? Well, I guess spirituality for me is a very personal um, experience. And I think it's really connected and rooted with um, your personal connection to the energies of all around us. Um, I don't want to kind of box it in because I feel like that's kind of like the opposite of spirituality. Right, right. Um, Yeah, so I would say spirituality to me is the freedom to explore and to reconnect yourself and to dig further into who you are um by working with what i like to call your spiritual team um so you know you kind of leave it open to whatever it is that you're gravitating towards of that of light and yeah and then when you practice it you know how is it present in your everyday um i mean it's it's always around you you know because you are the spiritual vessel right and um, the connection is, is is exuding out of you as much as you are taking it in. Um, and so everything that you do is based in your spirituality, um, no matter Absolutely. what. Whether it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, I hear you. And I think that was beautifully put. 
very, very good descriptives, better than I could put it into words, but absolutely. Oh, please. Yeah. My mental <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> far from it, far from it. You did all, you did a lot of this work on your own, girl. You were halfway there. Um, as far as energy, what is your belief or experience with energy and energy like exchange, I guess we could say too, but just energy in general. Yeah. So energy, um, I'm getting chills as we speak about it right now. So I think, <laughs> I think energy again is that of which is all around you. Um, whether it's taking form in physical form, whether it's taking form in a different plane that you interact with, maybe unconsciously, um, just throughout your everyday, right. Or within your dream states, energy is all around you. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I feel that um, you're able to, once you connect into this spirituality, right? Once you find what that spirituality is rooted in for you, you automatically feel and see and experience energy in so many different ways. And I think it's really individualistic. I think it's very subjective as to where you are on your journey um, and how it is that you connect to this path. Um, so again, I, I don't want to box it in because I feel that um, energy is so vast, right? That's, oh, yeah. That mm -hmm. is what energy is. Um, so the more that you are aware and travel, right, um, the more experience you have with energies in different forms. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. That's absolutely right. I think energy is, you know, is all around us. It's in everything. I mean, even if you're not spiritual if you're not you know any kind of belief system i think you can believe that energy is all around us energy is very scientific too right. and you can you know you can actually prove it with you know um science and backing that up um Absolutely. and kind of with you know science too you have um you know frequencies and vibrations so what is your take on frequencies and vibrations as well well, frequency and vibrations, I think it plays off of this idea of energy, right? Because one of the thoughts that kind of just came in was that um, energy is also your energy level. Yeah. So even if you mm. want to take it on the most minute level, right, mm -hmm. and, and keep it within self, you have different energies. You feel those different energies. Um, and then when you expand yourself, right, then you go into the frequencies and the vibrations and you understand how it is that you can alter your states of energy, not only within yourself, but within your space. Um, you can send light and frequencies of high vibration to others, to a space, to anything. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and so I think frequent, oh my God, I get the chills like this entire time. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so I think, you know, frequencies and vibrations um, it's a natural thing that we interact with every day. And again, to go back to this idea of subjectivity um, and the individual experience that you have, you experience that frequency and that vibration in various ways. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do. I do think they absolutely go hand in hand. And you can, I'm going to say manipulate, like you can absolutely. manipulate your frequency and you can manipulate your vibration depending upon how you are managing your space or your time or your energy or what's around you. 
as well. And then well. I want to talk about alchemy if we want to discuss that, you know, oh, because God. you're transmuting, <laughs> you know, you're transmuting yeah. the energy and the frequency from one space to another. Um, Absolutely. And, and, you know, on your spiritual path, you start to really understand the importance of transmutation. Um, and, oh, yeah. and the power that you have within working with your team and working with the divine to actually do that on the physical plane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got me going on <laughs> alchemy. Like, you know, you just no, went right I know there that's going to be another one for like, you. <laughs> like, that's another one. Yeah. That's that's for episode, you know, soon to be discovered. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Alchemy is a whole nother topic all in itself. But today we're here to talk about, you know, the crossover between spirituality and sexuality, uh, which is a fascinating topic, I know, for you, for me. So um, the big question is, um, how have you found your spiritual journey leads you to um, better understanding your sexual self? And do they coexist together, you know, you know, at the same time? Yes. I mean, 100% hands down. Yes. I think that when you are on the spiritual journey, right, as and here's the thing that I kind of want to speak to as well. It's <laughs> not like one day you, you start your spiritual journey. The moment right. <laughs> that you come into existence, your spiritual journey has begun. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you are aware of that may take some time and throughout your experiences, then you truly understand everything that you lived through leads you to exploring further into the journey and you you focus in on the path of this journey and you find what is true for yourself right so it's kind of like this idea of like womb to like crawling you know it's like oh yeah of life yeah so like i want to think about it almost in our minds when we are hearing this as that way right Um, now i 100% believe that when you are really in depth on your path you're connecting to yourself in a way that you may never have experienced and because of that you're starting to learn yourself deeper and deeper and deeper and you're starting to really understand what energies what frequencies what vibrations you want around you right and some of the things that you don't want around you and that crosses right into sexuality Absolutely. Sexual behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not only with with external partners, with but with also within yourself, right? And and the experience that you have with finding your um, true sexual being. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. I do. I see that. I see that. I don't think people realize it as much as they think that they. Um, they have, they don't give themselves enough like acknowledgement of like, Hey, I'm on this journey. I'm on this path. And then also having the, the sexuality piece put into it as well and how they do go hand in hand, because it is part of exploring who you are in a spiritual sense, but also in, you know, the sexual being sense of what, um, is out there, you know, as far as you to experience. Totally. Um, and I mean, and, and sorry to interrupt, but it's just sure. coming and you know, me, it's like, yeah, I don't get it out. I don't get it out at all. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things is, especially for women, our power centers are our sexual organs. Yeah. We create the life. We host the life. We birth the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding 
how it is that we can connect further and increase that power within ourselves um, really promotes the exploration not only of your own sexual self but of your spiritual journey right because then it's you're inviting in the correct people you're right you're inviting in the correct experiences you're healing certain traumas that could have happened based on sexual experiences from the past or right. whatever it may be mm-hmm. um, so yeah <laughs> yeah that one out. right I know when it comes in you gotta yeah you know, get you know when that download or that information comes through you got to get that out yeah yeah so you kind of answered it you know for us that you know spirituality and sexuality do work together for sure. um, and then how are they intertwined then for you like how is you know the sexuality and the spirituality like intertwined like how can you make that like picture for us yeah um, yeah so I think um, there's there's several different parts but the one that's coming in strong is the divine feminine power right mm-hmm. um, and the divine goddess within self and understanding that sexual nature and, and and being a sexual person right being the sexual energy is acceptable and appropriate and something that um, I truly feel that everyone should explore within themselves because again I think that once you allow yourself to open that completely Mm -hmm. you take steps further into understanding who you are right you take steps further into understanding maybe how it is that I can um, navigate certain frequencies or energies or whatever it is that I want to give out maybe to myself or to others um, it's a it's a form of reciprocity right and so I think it's important to also understand that for, for us feminines we find our divine power through this as well for so oh yeah yeah you absolutely know, it's a it can be I, I hate the word selfish but in a sense selfishness <laughs> is kind of okay in this in this arena you know that's um, like empowerment right exactly. it's not selfishness it's exactly. empowerment thank you yes mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of retraining reprogramming right deconditioning yeah um some of which has hindered our divine power and now we're able to really expand ourselves our heart base everything Right. Because it is such a giving act. And it's also such a receiving act that even when you're experiencing this with yourself. Exactly. You know, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's completely on point with the question. Right. No, no. It definitely it is. It's very intertwined. I would say also, too, what came to me is that you couldn't find, like, you talk about enlightenment, spiritual enlightenment, right? And then you also would have then your sexuality enlightenment or your, you know, you have it, you know, and for you too, like, this is a question totally off, like, of what we previously discussed, but, you know, you had your enlightenment, you know, spiritual awakening, you know, three years ago or so. Mm -hmm. And then do you find that then, like, your spiritual enlightenment came even further after that? Or was it already in place? Oh, for sure. You know? So I think, yeah, I mean... For me personally, it was um, it was interesting because it was a time that I was really needing to heal myself and, and practice a lot of self-care, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think walking down the spiritual path and really unlocking and opening and 
um, very much understanding who I am now, right? And and who I am in general, right? Um, yeah. And what I want and all of these things led me to discover so much more about myself. Um, and then it crosses into sexuality, right? And, and experiences within, I want to say like the temple of sex, right? Oh yeah, yeah I get it. Um, and I think the two play off of one another because the more that you become comfortable with self, the more that you're able to be comfortable with your physical body. Yeah. Right. And being able to connect the spirit to the physical body. And I think for a lot of us, at least for myself, those two things were a bit disconnected. Okay. Um, and then when I came into harmony, <laughs> it, it was just natural that I understood how to explore what I wanted in a sexual way. Does that make I sense? Yeah, no, I love it. It absolutely makes sense. And it's, yeah, and you beautifully put. Um, and I would say, I love the word harmony too, that you're using that and you came into harmony. And it's almost like that, it is it's all that self-discovery and how those two things do go hand in hand yeah. on your journey because it is really getting to know yourself. Right. You know, in a spiritual well, sense, but then also in a sexual sense, and then just you as a person as a whole. It's kind of like this big circle I see, you know, in my head. It's yeah. just like complete well, circle. Kinda, yeah. And I mean, I'm jumping the gun here, but again, it came in, so let's get it out. <laughs> right. Orgasm. Yeah. Is a harmony. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's when everything funnels into like a center point of ecstasy and harmony. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. It's kind of like, it is. It's kind of like the, ah, like where you see like in the movies, like, you know, that ray of light, like, ah. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, that is like the harmony, the completeness yeah. of all the goodness, right? right? All the high frequency energy, all of the wonderful, you know, good feels. Exactly. And, you know, that harmony is there in that complete moment of that orgasm, right? So. Yeah. And I you know. think, you know, tying it back into the personal journey, right? Um, it's important to do that for yourself. First yes. and foremost. Mm -hmm. First and foremost. Absolutely. Because if you're not in harmony with yourself with yourself sexually, mm -hmm. um, you cannot expect someone else to be able to tap into your energies and provide that for you provide that. You know, and then right. there's this balance between you and someone else. So you got to do, you got to do the work first, right? We always yeah. talk about the work, the work, the work. <laughs> right. Well, girl, go to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you got to figure know. out what you like yeah. before you can even have somebody <laughs> else figure out what you, you know, what you like together, you know? So well, I think to, to, to have that experience be personalized. Oh yeah. Right. And to not rely on others to provide you that experience. I think that that's a really important subject, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we will be diving into that. I think that goes, that's part three, I think, of this whole series. So we'll we'll get into that real deep. Um, we're talking about, you know, sexual power. There's a um, teaser. And self-care, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say the answer for this would be uh, yes, but do you find um, sex itself to be um, spiritual, a spiritual totally. act? 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and if we want to talk about sex as far as like what we, you know, think of this being shared experience with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's totally a spiritual tie, right? Because you are being the most vulnerable mm. together. Mm-hmm. And you're walking that path for however long that path is together in that moment, in that experience. Um, and you're connecting with someone to the absolute deepest level that your physical body can connect to. Oh, yeah. That's some deep stuff right there. Like, think about, <laughs> think about that for half a second. Like, that's some <laughs> deep stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, for you, um, and I know I can speak to this as well, but um, have you ever had, you know, visions, downloads, or spiritual information during during sex or, you know, during a climax? Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Yes, and also <laughs> within foreplay. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, right? Yes. You know, I, or after. Yeah. After. I every have too. Every yeah. point <laughs> of it. I mean, it's like an infinite experience, you know. Um Yes, for sure. Um, it's definitely there. And I think also, you know, when you really have connected to self, mm-hmm. the sexual experiences that you have are all meant to teach you and learn from and, you know, further your connection to yourself, to your past self, to what you're supposed to be doing now, to how emotions and how you move through those emotions, just everything. Yeah, um, your higher self too, you know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so experience visions, downloads, and spiritual information. Um, I literally morphed into a panther. Like I was Ooh. a goddess. Uh-huh. And then I morphed into a black panther. And then I morphed into some other thing I can't remember at this point but like literally I was I was experiencing something that I had seen in a past vision before I met this this amazing person, person. that you're with yeah mm-hmm. and um it came full circle and like I literally reconnected back to this experience that I had maybe three years ago as far as a vision understood that wow this is like literally felt the spirits enter and then it was the most incredible experience I've ever had in my life. And literally, we weren't even having intercourse. Like, it wasn't even a thing. Right. You weren't even quite there yet. But hey, a whole lot of other stuff was going on. And probably so It was just this energy you know, connection as well. with... Yeah, it was this energy connection with understanding that the touch, right? The, 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 the sense of touch and the, mm-hmm. the excitement of the um, build up to a climax, right? It's like you can have this experience without even having, uh, you know, what we would really think of like as a sexual experience. Um, right, right. Yeah. And do you find that because you guys do have a great match of energy and a great, um, we'll say chemistry for, you know, <laughs> for layman's terms, that you find that it's been more heightened as far as your spiritual experiences too? Yes, 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 100%. Yeah, which is like this magic, right? Like this magic thing of like, what is this? (laughs) I want more. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because there's been points too where, um, you know, we've had conversations after and it's like, wow did you feel that yeah I felt that 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and literally it's like we are able to have our spirits and souls like go into this other realm and it's like this out-of-body experience and it's even furthering our own connections to the universe or to the divine or to other things that you know just on a physical plane doesn't doesn't that like occur you know right doesn't necessarily exist but you are experiencing it together and probably together in a sense of similar you know experience but then also together in the fact that it's your experience yeah exactly yeah yeah Woo. That's yeah. some good stuff right there. <laughs> um, how about chakras? How do you feel that your chakras are activated or aligned or more so open or closed during, after, you know, sex? Like, how are your chakras feeling before and after? Well, um, so, yeah. Um, I, so I want to be able to talk about it on two levels, right? One with, like, the partner that you feel so strongly connected to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, maybe one well maybe three parts like one within your own (laughs) self one with when you're you know having sexual experiences with multiple partners or you know with different people at different times you know what I mean right um so the chakra system within the body is always activated (laughs) like that is just right you know that is just what it is um and like I was we had kind of touched on before the sacral chakra is connected to your sexual energy, right? Um, The root is within that space as well. And so there's a lot of different experiences um, and healing that can happen through sexual experiences that you do individually for yourself, that you experience with partners, and then you know, that you experience when you have found your person, you know? Right. Um, and I'm, I'm specifically staying away from the word divine feminine. What is it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because, you know, I think, again, it boxes things in and I hate boxes. Right, um, right. But so, so, yes, I think that chakras are activated for sure. I think that you can become more aligned with self. But I also don't want to have this misunderstood and think like, oh, that, that it's this power that you're receiving from someone else and a partnered act. It's right. Not. It's this individual experience. It's this work that you've done for yourself prior to, which allows the chakra system to receive what it is in a positive way that you're experiencing, right? Yeah. Because you can also... Hey, if you're with a, you know, if you're maybe having some experiences like, you know, before this journey started, if you're in toxic relationships and, you know, have some, some partners or some experiences that perhaps weren't of positive energies, right? That's damaging to your chakra system. That's damaging to yourself. Absolutely. And it is your power from self that heals and that activates right and that gets you to the place where you feel divinely you know within that harmony space right within that harmonious space within self within spirit within all the elements within all the energies so you know as much as sex is a shared act right 
it is your work that creates mm-hmm. a beautiful experience. That's what I was going to say. You got to, like you said before, you got to do the work. You got to take that time. Yeah. You know, with yourself, getting to know yourself. That's what I always say. Yeah. Getting to know yourself. Like if you haven't done it before, like you really take that time to get to know yourself. Even if like, say you're with a, you know, a current partner, but you haven't taken that time to get to know yourself. You still can take that time for sure to get to know yourself and do the work to know what, you know, what is going to work for you, what you are all about. And speaking of chakras, communicate that work, right? Oh yeah, throat chakra. There you go. Like it's not just the lower chakra frequencies. It's the, it's the crown, it's the throat, it's the heart. This chakra system is one within, right? Yeah. Um, It's not separate. They work in tandem, you know? Um, And so when you do feel comfortable to communicate these things, it strengthens the experience. Right. Just like you're talking about like the crown chakra, like, you know, you're having those visions that download, that's the crown chakra working right there. Right. You know, as well. And you're talking about communication, throat chakra. I mean, you got your third eye that can be an open, you know, opening experience as well. Um, Obviously heart chakra when you're having, you know, the, the intimacy, the vulnerability, the, you know, the love that's being shared. Even like, say, if you're not in love, there is that love exchange that is happening. Listen, Um, you know, and then, you know, and then you have the solar plex, you're happy. Like we can go on and on. Yeah. That's why that'll be another part (laughs) as well. The word love, right? Yeah. Because sure. Love is an individual. It's you love yourself, (laughs) you know? Yeah. You love yourself. If you don't know how to love yourself or if there's work that needs to be done there, you, you seek from external, which, which doesn't always provide the love that is needed. Uh, right. And that's where the spiritual healing, I think, really crosses into sexual experience. Um, and, you know, it's important to be in a space of constant self-love, regardless if you're with your person, if you're with, you know, experiencing multiple people, whatever it is, everything that you do needs to come from a place of self-love. Absolutely. Yeah. That's about like getting to know yourself too. It's going back to that. It's the self-love. It's all of that. How can you You love someone else if you don't love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have to have that first. Yeah. So I don't know. I just felt like that was something to say. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is a very valid and you know, crucial point to be made there. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a great, great insert. Um, <laughs> no pun yeah. intended. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No pun intended. Da-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could go on days and days for this. That's why there's four parts, people, four parts to this episodes of uh, sexuality and spirituality here. Um, so let's see. So during, you know, like during sex or, um, with a partner or if you're, um, you know, pleasure on your own, um, what do you feel like, um, do you feel like there's energy? I think we kind of already talked about this. You feel like there's an energy exchange during, during sex, obviously, but also do you feel that energy exchange for yourself when you are experiencing, you know, self-pleasure? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the more that our community has, has made its way to mainstream, right? Um, which is fantastic because now we see that there's 
you know, crystal pleasure toys and, you know, there's all these things, (laughs) you know, Um, and I think it's really important to understand the power of self-pleasure. And if you can utilize healing frequencies from crystal work, right, that's even Mm -hmm. better. I mean, I've been wanting to save up. There's this company that doesn't ship to the U.S. I've got to find another one because, (laughs) you know. And I, and I told my, my partner, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, again, it's the communication, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that there's so many ways. Like taking a bath is actually very sexual as well. And you're not even having intercourse. And there's ways that you can, you know, create more of an experience through essential oils, through plant medicines, through things like this. Uh, right. You know, there's there's things that you can do within the active sex, within the bedroom. There, I mean, there's so many ways that you can bring in, um, what can I say, like a metaphysical yeah, element to r- it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Even yeah, color. incorporating I mean, your spirituality yeah, into like, that. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, I, I hate to say, you know, it's, it's coming to mind, so I'm just going to say it. The red light district, right? There was a reason why the, the light was red. Right? <laughs> For sure. You know? I mean, throw yeah. throw a little thing over your light and create the mood, right? right. Set the vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so That's many sensual, ways. that passion. Absolutely. Yeah. Fragrance. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's interesting because this conversation kind of came up recently between, you know, my partner and I. And it's like, you know, there's so many ways of building an experience that leads to and, and, and stimulates and creates this very sexual experience. It's not yeah. just the act, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's many components and many layers around and it. There's so almost much like power. that build up, right? Yeah, there's yeah. so much power as the divine feminine because we are so connected to these things just like naturally, like it's just who we are. And so it's like, you know, it's it's time that we kind of like I want to stay decalcified, you know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like and and I'm going to just get raunchy, like decalcify the clit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like really yeah. like like you need to really think about it and and think about it from a way of of like complete empowerment. Right. Um, and and to get rid of like this aspect of 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 secrecy, right? Or yeah. of um the shame. The shame. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the stigma like around the Puritan yeah. historical, you know, the yeah. witches and seriously, you know, all of this <laughs> stuff. It's like, my God, okay, you know, we're in a time of like evolution and of the spiritual awakening, literally within the planet, like within the universe. And so it's like, let yourself be free, you know. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um. So. We're just gonna kind of wrap things up here pretty soon, but I have just a couple other thoughts. So like, for instance, um, when you are with a partner, do you ever feel like from your energy exchange that you pick up like say qualities or attributes afterwards that say you might have to clear after um, you have, you know, intercourse? Um, And is there sometimes too that you like to have those kind of qualities and energies hang out with you a bit, you know, um, cause I, you know, like for me, like there's some things that you're like, okay, I kind of like that feeling or kind of like that, um, take on things that you might kind of keep that energy around of theirs for a while, Mm -hmm. you know? And there's other times I think like you can like, 
I don't, I don't want that, you know, hanging around. So you clear it out. Have you, you say that you have experienced that as well? I have definitely slept with selenite between my legs before. Like, I'm <laughs> just going to be real about it, you know? Right. Um, there are certain things that you experience that you may not have really picked up on prior to, but, you know, now it's like, ooh, what the hell is that, you know? Um, and, you know, yeah, clear yourself, you know, take a salt bath, you know, sleep with selenite. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of selenite. And, you know, and then there's also things that you learn from a partner, you learn from an experience, and, you know, you say, wow, you know, that really assisted my spiritual journey, you know? Um, this yeah. was meant to be experienced, and now I'm going to incorporate this into self, right? I, I again, I want to bring it to a place of empowerment because um, it's not someone else's energy. I, 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 I like I know what you what you're saying, and like I totally get right. it. Right. But it's like you had this experience, and it's been placed for you at this particular time for a reason. I think every step yeah. of the way is a lesson for self to advance on this spiritual journey to get to the mountain, right? To get to the peak. Um, oh, that mountain. Yeah, yes. You know how I am. And so I know. That's me too, though. You say that, I'm like, I'm with you. You know? And, yeah. um, and again, it's like, I'm seeing that card from the deck, like coming out of the cave, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And understanding that this, this tie-in with sexual experience is so a part of the path um, that everything is a, is a lesson for you. So whether it's a lesson of like, oh, wow, I really learned a lesson there, you know? Or like, right. oh, that was an amazing <laughs> experience. Like, wow, I'm going to take that lesson and move forward from that because this made me feel really good, you know? Right. Um, and again, that's the Almost balance. like you're taking notes, if you would. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think that about sums things up for now, because I'll tell you something. We have our self-care, our self-empowerment chakra, you know, with sexuality and spirituality. Um, we have, you know, three more parts to go through for, you know, exploring so this topic. Yeah. yeah. Which is so exciting. Um, so I want to say thank you so much for joining us. Um, for our part one and exploring uh, spirituality and sexuality, energy, vibrations, and frequencies. Um, so part two, we will be expanding more and that, that part two will be on sexual self-care. So stay tuned for the airing date on that, but we look forward to that being October-ish. So if you're uh, tuning in with us, think October for that. Um, but I wanna say thank you so much, Taryn, for your honesty, your love your light and your um you know your opinions on the subject of sexuality and spirituality it's been you know eye-opening for me and i know you really well so i mean <laughs> i hope everybody else feels the same too oh my god so. no it, it's been such a pleasure and i mean that in every which way to to tie into our topic because honestly i mean it's it's so important to have these conversations um, and to form like a really safe space for us as women to have these conversations and to explore the topic. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, I love that. Safe space, absolutely. Well, thank you so much and um, stay tuned. This was our first premiere of the Sage Rose Project podcast. Um, love, light, and creativity, everybody. Bye. Take care.
Hi, and welcome. I am Annalise, and I am Creatively Intuitive. I am your host and guide of the Sage Rose Project Podcast. This is the third episode, and today I will, well, I'll be interviewing myself on spirituality and the life we live, talking about frequencies, love, and the fundamental connections of all things. So, I'll tell you a little bit about myself, and then I'm going to dive into the questions that I ask all of our um, guest hosts, and uh, we'll see where we go with all this today. Um, Since I was a little girl, I've always been very creative in everything I do, and for me now as I've gotten older, creativity and intuition fall hand in hand for me, thus I'm creatively intuitive. Um, But I remember as a child dressing up in wild outfits and singing and dancing as I watched myself in the mirror, making my own perfume with crushed flower petals um, from the garden with some water. I had a Barbie perfume maker, which was the best thing. But then after that, it kind of just took its own, you know, form. And I made my own perfumes and my own like tinctures, I guess you would say at that time. Uh, My mom was lovely and she pretended that they were the best smelling, wonderful perfumes that I made for her. Um, But however, um, still things haven't changed much in that department for me. I still love to create and make things. I'm very creatively making um, alchemy um, products, sprays, uh, smudge sprays, um, rollerballs, some tea, some tinctures. I make all different stuff. Um, which has stemmed from childhood, along with the love of crystals and rocks. I remember being three years old, uh, maybe four, and we used to go on hikes and camping a lot and such growing up. But I would collect rocks everywhere I went. I had three shoe boxes of rocks. And again, coming back into late teens, um, early, early twenties, um, again, fell in love with crystals and rocks all over again, kind of fell out of it for a little bit. And again, fell back into loving rocks and crystals again, um, in my late thirties, early forties. Um, however, all these things that I did as a child is very much relevant in who I am today as well. Um, thus I'm very creative and I've always been that way. Um, I am a mom. I'm a daughter, a sister, a friend. Um, I'm an intuitive reader with the Oracle cards. Um, I also don't always need my Oracle cards to give a reading. Nowadays, I can use crystals um, or I can just use your energy based upon where you're at and what you need as well. Um, I am also a crystal alchemy Reiki healer. I am um, a Reiki practitioner. And I've been practicing for two years, um, and I am a big believer in using the frequencies of music and tones and tuning forks and bells to heal, also to use the crystals, and also to be using the tinctures and the herbal remedies that I have developed to work in the whole healing process when I do the hands-on healing Reiki um, for people. Now I can do it distance as well, and it's just as effective nowadays, especially with COVID. You know, we're not getting too touchy-feely nowadays, Um, but I can still do a very effective long-distance Reiki healing. 
Um, I'm also a spiritual teacher along the way for whoever needs some guidance or some mentoring. I definitely have done that um, in my scope of work. Um, as far as my J-O-B job, my 9 to 5 job will say, or right now I guess it's an 8 to 5 job, um, I am a preschool assistant director um, and I have my degree and background in education. I also am certified um, in creative art therapy. Um, I also have a certificate in chakra healing work and I also have taken a number of different herbal uh, courses as well as my Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 practitioner uh, certifications. Um, so with anything I do, I do a lot with a lot of different elements and the elements itself. So whatever you need as far as help, guidance, um, self-care, some insight, some creativity, um, just divine power for yourself or even business sense, um, I'm a big believer in helping and creating that for yourself and for others. I do also specialize a lot with teens, children, advocacy as well. Um, so I do a lots of things. Um, and like I said, I'm very big into the energy healing, the vibrations, the frequencies, crystals, oils, herbs. Um, I'm also clairvoyant, clairsentient audience and um, I have my intuition abilities um, that keep on developing and growing as I've gotten older um, and maybe I'm becoming more aware of that. So that's enough about me in general. Um, but if you want to learn more, I do have a website. It's creatively-intuitive.com and you can also find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at creatively-intuitive. Um, but right now I would like to ask myself some questions because for me, I'm really good at dishing out the questions, right? And getting conversations started with others, but I sometimes have a little hard time. Well, sometimes most of the time expressing myself, um, and answering questions. So my top three questions is what I'm going to start off with and then we'll see where it goes. Um, so what does spirituality mean to you. So what does spirituality mean to me? Um, for me, it's a lot of things. It's a combination of things. I am religious and I also am spiritual. So for me, I combine my religious background and my religious beliefs that I have created, I would say, to be taken on a different form and blended the spirituality with my religious upbringing. Um, I do believe in God. I do believe in Jesus. Um, I also believe in all the archangels and angels in general. Um, I know I have guides and I have spirit guides um, from past loved ones and also um, other guides that um, have been most likely from a past life that I don't ever have known in this life. Um, I also, you know, very much believe in the goddess, right? And all the goddesses that we have. Um, Goddess Isis is a big one for me. Also, Lady Nada is a big one for me as well. Um, and I work with Archangel Michael. I work with Archangel um, Metatron as well. Um, I also work with the fairies. I work with the mermaids, um, unicorns as well. Um, and um, I really like working with 
um, dark and light qualities and the male and female qualities. Um, and then there's science. There's science to be coming in with a spirituality and the metaphysical part as well. So for me, spirituality is really to have that. And it doesn't, it's not religious, right? Spirituality is really having that sense of what's in your soul, what's calling you in your soul of where you need to be and where you feel that you belong. And to have a belief in something, whether it's a belief in yourself, which is purely great, whether it's a belief in nature, um, a belief in science, but to have that belief, that then that becomes your spirituality. You can make it and create it how you want. So for me, because I do do all these things, all those things to me are very spiritual. And for me, they're all very soul-based um, in my life. Um, and I've talked a little bit about past lives as well. And I am a huge believer that past lives are very relevant in our current lives. Um, and having those little snapshots of where you've been in the past or where you're going to be going to. Because I feel like sometimes the life we're living now is just a stopping point or a pause point of where you're going to continue to go in your next life. But for me, I feel this lifetime I'm in now is exactly where I'm supposed to be for one. And two, it's I, I feel it's my like say last lifetime because I've had so many past lifetimes that I really think this time I'm going to get it right. I don't know. That's my feeling. That's where I'm going with that. I also do believe that math, sacred geometry, um, the vibrations, the frequencies, that all is relevant in spirituality. Again, spirituality is what you make of it for yourself. And it does come into self-care. It does come into um, your beliefs of how you're going to be. And ultimately, spirituality is the vibration, the brightness, the love, the light that you are emulating to others, that you are present for others and for yourself, right? So myself, I value myself and I've learned that through the years, and this hasn't come easy, that I value myself. And so therefore, that is deep in my soul as well. And I know to do the self-care for myself. And I know to take time to take breaks. So I know I'm kind of rambling here, but spirituality to me is so many things. Um, it is the crystals. It is the readings. It is my connection to source, to divine, to nature, to all things living and breathing and all things that are beyond in our universe as well. The universe is huge, right? There's so much that we don't know about it. I mean, we know a lot, but we don't know everything. And so that to me, again, is that trust, that belief, that faith that you have in something and that thus is your spirituality, that connection that you have for yourself that you have created. And there's so many different levels of that. And it's really what you make it chakras, right? Chakras um, come from an, you know, Indian Sanskrit um, basis. And that too becomes part of spirituality also. So there's so many layers 
of different cultures, different religions, different um, beliefs, that can be put all together to make and form your spirituality system, I'll say, or structure. And it's what you make of it. And it's what you want to have happen in your life and for the people around you as well. So a little bit of a ramble on spirituality, but um, hopefully you understand and get the gist of where I'm going with that. Because to me, it's very powerful um, as a whole because spirituality and religion are definitely different. Um, But you can also incorporate them together as I do and I know other people do as well. Um, And I know some people would disagree that you cannot have religion and spirituality get together. But I believe if it works for you, it works for you. And if it makes you happy and you're living a wonderful life and you're kind and loving to others, then it works for you. So I'm going to move on from that question. Um, So what is your belief or experience with energy? So my belief and my experience with energy is... A very simple thing. It is what you can feel. And this is not measured in necessarily emotions all the time that I'm talking about. Um, where an empath definitely would say that that's what they're feeling is the feelings. I'm just talking about the energy level or the energy vibration. And I do feel that energy and vibration and frequency all do flow together. Um, But at the same time, they don't have to either. So for me, I can very much feel the energy off of, say, a flower or off of the grass or my surroundings. I can feel, and for me, it's hard to explain because you can't necessarily see it. But in my mind's eye, I do see it. Um, If you can imagine a fire... And when you look at that fire and you see that kind of hot, glowy disarray and that kind of, uh, you know, like I'm going to say wobbliness and that you're seeing clearly through it, but it's kind of wobbly. That's how I interpret energy around me. I can feel it in kind of that sense that it's there and I can tell if it's really a high energy, which to me, if it's a high energy, that's either really hyper happy or excited. I can also feel that energy if it's a little, what I call zingy and zingy to me is if you're feeling anxious or nervous. And then there's the other type of energy that I feel, which is that dark kind of, and I don't want to say dark, that's the wrong word, but I'm going to say heavy, lower feeling or vibration where someone's feeling sad, that vibration or that energy is lower and you can feel that sense. And we're not talking emotions. It's the energy of that, that emanates around that, that feeling, right? Or that sense of how that person's acting or what's coming off of that flower too. Like if it's full bloom, it's totally happy and it's full of light and it's raising its, you know, little sun face to the sun and it's facing the sun and it's feeling wonderful. And then you can also tell the flower is not getting enough sunlight or enough water and it's a little droopy. 
And that's the energy levels that I can feel with all things, whether it's people, um, whether it's, like I said, nature, animals, I can sense too. Um, I always joke, I'm not a big animal person. Sure, I love animals, but I'm not a gaga goo goo animal person. Um, my family and very much loved ones around me are. Um, but I still can have that energy off of the animals and I feel them and they relate to me and I relate to them. And it's just the sense of like kind of oneness in that energy that I can feel um, between all living things and also non-living things in a way too. And it's kind of a weird thing because then that's a little bit duller because if it's a non-living thing, it's a little bit duller of a feeling, but I can still get some energy off of it too because anything in our world has a light source or an energy source so you can really feel that um, and it's kind of like a if you can imagine like electromagnetic waves that's kind of how I feel again with the energy source around people as well um, and just one last thing on energy um, for instance lights or electricity because right you think about energy in that sense too and that is actually, you know, energy that is a source to have light or to see light um, so we can see um, in the darkness, right? But I can feel and sense different lights or light bulbs that can feel a little bit harsher or like fluorescent light bulbs. Forget it. I cannot handle fluorescent light bulbs. Um, I deal with it, but I can hear the noise and I can feel and almost taste that energy and that vibration of that fluorescent light. And it just drives me absolutely zingy and wild and does not feel good to me. So I definitely feel the energy of all things around me. And so for me, energy is that life source, is that basis of what we have in all things and even non-living things. So I touched a little bit about frequencies and vibrations. So the next question is on that. What is your take on frequencies and vibrations? And again, I do believe energy, frequencies, and vibrations are all relevant and all interconnected. As far as frequencies, I do believe that you can change your frequency based on your surroundings, whether that be music, whether that be a friend, a conversation, whether it be your outdoors versus rainy outdoors versus sunny outdoors um, versus how you're feeling. Your emotions can have frequencies as well, I believe. Um, for instance, I, you know, and they do actually have the sofrigio frequencies, um, as I've talked about before, love frequency is 528 hertz and so therefore that is an energy frequency that is much higher and it can send that feeling and the radiation and match that love emotion that love feeling and actually get you back centered in your body with your energy and your feelings and the energy that just radiates through you and that can help balance your frequencies back back out by having that music or that tone to make you happy. 
back in the day when, um, and I could have all my information wrong, but back in the day with the churches and the monasteries, they used to play music and tones of bells and music to be set to a happy frequency, thus the sofrigio frequencies, to make people peaceful, to make them feel happy, to make them feel loved, to make them feel oneness. And so now you can go on and find all different music meditations set to these frequencies that can really change your mindset and thus your brain waves, if you think about it, brain waves, vibrations, frequencies, energy, coming back to a little bit of science there, you can have frequencies change in your brain patterns and your brain waves based on musical frequencies, tones, bells, tuning forks, sound bowls as such. That's why sound baths have become really popular is because it's changing your frequency and vibration in your composition of your body and your mind and it can help heal and get you reset. So frequencies for me are very much relevant to what you put around yourselves and you can change that and manipulate frequencies based upon where you want to be and where you want to go. And vibrations go hand in hand with that as well. And I could dive deeper into this because I get a little nerdy about it, but I have a lot of books on that. Um, but when they say like, have a high vibe day, to me, that's saying that you're radiating on a higher level, on a spiritual higher level too, and just energy level in general, where you're very positive and happy and full of love and kindness. So with that also, some things I also want to touch on is male and female energies, right? So people joke about balancing male and female energies, like how can you do that? Because you're a female or you're a male, but that's not true. It's not determined necessarily on your gender or your sex. It is really determined on the structure of male and female energies. For instance, in sacred geometry, a male is a square symbol in sacred geometry. A female is a circle in sacred geometry. And if you think about that, males on a whole, if you look at just the male body, they are much more square and chiseled and they're much more rough and tough and more um, analytical, I'll say. And so therefore you get that square box and much more rigid. And then you have the circle and you look at the feminine, right? The feminine is soft and round and nurturing. And, and again, I say it's soft, I think already, but it's more gentle, right? And so even though those are criterias for each male and female uh, sacred geometry or male and female genders or whatnot, the energies you can balance and they are categorized as male and female energies, but you can thus in a body, whether you're walking around in a female body or a male body, you, your person on your inside with your energies, your thoughts, your feelings, your composition of who you are, 
you can balance your male and female energies. I am a big believer in that. Um, to be very soft and nurturing and loving as a kind mom and friend and sister that I am um, and daughter. Um, I'm very thoughtful. I'm very conscientious. But at the same time, I can be very tough and analytical about things. So I do feel, and that's just the iceberg, you know, of what I'm talking about. I do feel you can balance those energies within one person, whatever you identify as as well. Whether you identify as male or female, that's, you know, up to you as well. But you can still, no matter where you're at, you know, sexuality-wise or gender-wise, you can still balance those energies. Because again, it's kind of like light and dark and the yin and the yang. Those are energies, thus, that need to be balanced. And mind you, they're not going to be imbalanced all the time, right? They're not going to be perfectly balanced. But the goal is to have that flow and to try to balance those energies. And that is what really is magical about energies and frequencies is that you can change it. You can, again, maneuver it, manipulate it, make it to what you want. Not that it's always going to be perfectly balanced. Not that it's always going to go with the flow. But the goal is to try to be balanced and to try to go with the, full, with the flow as well. Um, and with that, there comes this empowerment for yourself and self-care to balance those energies as well. Um, but with spirituality and with this podcast, as I've rambled on a bit here and talked lots about spirituality, energies, and frequencies and vibrations, along with all of that, in my mind, there are categories within that. So I've already done a segment with my dear friend Taryn on spirituality and sexuality, and we'll have more um, in that series to come. So, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have part two on that. Again, diving into a little bit more on the male and female energies. That is a big piece of spirituality. Um, gods and goddesses fall into that for me. The archangels and angels, again, the fairies and the mysticals. And the mysticals to me are, you know, your unicorns, your mermaids, your gnomes, your elves, those are the mysticals, and there's more to be said on that. Crystals fall into spirituality and how you use them in a day-to-day -day life or not, right? But they are part of our world, and they are part of nature. You got plant medicine. You have herbal remedies. Those, again, fall into, for me, alchemy and transformation, and thus making something fabulous, out of something you didn't think that you could manipulate and create, but you did. And so you can use nature for that. You can use, you know, other elements for that as well. Um, self-care. I did a lovely piece with Victoria on self-care and spirituality. They go hand in hand as well. Um, ascended masters, balancing dualities, music, healing, the four elements, or you could say five elements, uh, water, fire, earth, air, and then spirit. These are all things that go hand in hand for me with 
spirituality, the healing element, having that healing quality in yourself and also to have the ability to heal others and vice versa to help each other on that healing path. Uh, again, sacred geometry comes back to math, comes back to the basis, comes back to everything is the foundation really is, I mean, you can talk about spirituality, but you can talk about math and science and sacred geometry just as well along with that. Astrology, the moon phases, our universe, astral projection comes in with spirituality. Um, dreaming, huge piece for me, dreaming <laughs> for spirituality. Um, and then you have lucid dreaming. Um, you have messages and signs that come to us all the time from our guides, from our universe, from source, um, modalities that come along with working with the entities, working with our energies. Um, and then you have history, you know, our history of the Egyptian, the Greek, the Celtic, pagan, Christianity, the Mayans. These are all things that have contributed to, I know for me, my spirituality as well. And to think about where they were at with their spirituality. Where were they at as humans on earth here? Where have they transcended from? Um, and then just humanity as a whole. Um, and of course, creativity comes with that. Um, numerology um, as well. And then you have the metaphysics and the science and they definitely work together, people. I'm a big believer that they work together, even though I know science is very factual and you can prove it. And then you have the metaphysics, which is a little bit more of the unknown, but they all go, they go together. I'm not going to discredit this whatsoever in my book. Um, and then you have spirituality and yoga. I'll be doing a lovely piece with my friend Chrissy um, in a couple weeks as well. And having that air on spirituality and yoga and how those work together, as we know, and also meditation and meditation and spirituality. And again, I think a lot of people have a mispreconceived notion of meditation because for me, again, meditation is what you need it to be and what you make out of it in your quiet time, in your quiet space and meditation does not have to be perfect people. Meditation is that quiet time and that connection within yourself and then thus to source or whatever you need that to be. But initially it is that quiet breath. Talk about your breath here is initially that time with yourself to breathe and be one with yourself. And again, there is a definite many ways to do it. You pick the way that works for you. Um, Kundalini, uh, Tantra. Um, these are all things that are very spiritual to me. Um, symbols and symbolism come along with that. And then we can talk about animal communication and mediumship too, right? That is a huge other piece as well. When somebody gets channeled information from someone who has passed on or to be able to communicate with animals as I've seen wonderful people do, and they can tell um, very much anybody I would say that works with animals has a type of animal communication with the connection of animals. And some have an even further connection 
um, with animal communication as far as really being able to read the energies and kind of to read the minds, if you were to say, of animals and also the connection of mediumship with animals and the past loved animals that have passed on as well. Um, and then you have also medicine work um, as well with the medicine wheels, shamanism, um, spirit animals, um, and then you also have witchcraft as well. And these are all great, wonderful spiritual things, and they all work together. They don't have to work together. These are all things that I believe all are tied in together one way or another with frequencies and energies and vibrations and spirituality. And the thing is how we work with them to make the life we live here on earth. And ultimately, I would like to say that that itself is magic, right? That is the magic of our world. And so with that, magic is to me, magic is love. Magic is science. Magic is alchemy. Magic is frequencies. Magic is vibrations. Magic is nature. Magic is spirituality. There is so much magic and wonderfulness in our world. And we're really on a uprising right now. And I do say that we're on an uprising, especially a women uprising, a female energy uprising, kind of like similar to Isis and her story. But we definitely are on the uprising and for humanity and our life here on earth. And I believe spirituality, energies, frequencies, all are very relevant and have to do with that. So I'm going to leave you with that, with my very long uh, self-interview and self-ramble with myself. Um, but I wish you all the very best. And I hope this has been somewhat enlightening for you, somewhat engaging or thought-provoking. Um, but knowing that there is so many wonderful things out there in our world. There's so much kindness. There's so much love, so much creativity, so much wonderfulness in our humanity that we just need to keep up with that uprising and keep that, that light going. So I will leave you all with that and, uh, enjoy and love, light and creativity, everybody. Thank you all. Bye for now.